Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Chocolate Puma Podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma, back giving you, my loyal 10 listener nation, what you all crave, what you need. I'm here for y'all. If you want to follow me on the Twitters, you can get a little, get all this awesomeness uh, at btomp, B-T-H-O-M-P 20. I am not kicked off yet, uh, but the way i am being reckless on there i will probably be kicked off soon um you can also email the show uh the show's email is the pumapod at gmail.com uh yeah just go ahead shoot me ideas for the show if you want to be on the show shoot me an email if you have a pair of space jam 11s that you would like to gift your boy go ahead and drop me an email i'm here for it uh, in the next coming weeks, I'm going to try to get back to getting some guests on the show so you all don't have to just listen to me ramble uh, incoherently. But for now, this is what we got. So last week... Um, Simone Biles became the first woman, and I'm going to have to read from the notes here because I don't know anything about gymnastics, really. Uh, she became the first woman to uh, complete uh, Yurchenko Double Pike, a vault that's so difficult, few men have even tried to do it, let alone do it in competition, and she nailed that bitch, right? Well, it would appear that the, uh, the federal... Uh, Basically, the judging uh, federation for gymnastics uh, are giving her new vault that nobody else can do um, a very low uh, measure of difficulty. And everyone who knows the sport uh, basically agrees that it woefully uh, undervalues the skill that it takes to do it. Um, Simone Biles, for her part, is, you know, she's being pretty classy about it. She said, uh, you know, I feel like now we just get, we have to get what we get. There's no point in putting up a fight because they're not going to reward the correct value, but that's okay. We're just going to take it and be quiet. And to that, I say, fuck that. I know she has to say that. Well, she doesn't have to say that. Uh, but, you know, she's so good that she's going to win regardless. However, it's just not right that basically she's so good and you're going to penalize her for it because nobody else can do it. In fact, uh, this isn't the first time they've even done this to Simone Biles. Two years ago, she did a double twisting, double somersault dismount on the balance beam. And again, uh, the FIG was being pretty, pretty awful and woefully undervalued it. She still won, of course, but the point I'm making here is it really makes it look like there's uh, she has legit competition when you look at the scores when, for being honest, she's incomparable. There's nobody else out there doing it like she is. This isn't, you know, some rec league where you got to make everybody feel good. This is the top of the top, the best of the best. And if she is the best of the best to the point that it seems like she can defy physics, I mean, good honor. Um, Tom Forster. Uh, the national team coordinator uh, said, I definitely don't, 
I definitely think the vault is undervalued. It doesn't seem to be consistent with what they've done with the progression of other vault values. I don't know why they do that. I have an idea, and it's because Simone Biles, young black woman, is out here kicking everybody's ass. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, they ditched the old 10.0 with uh, open-ended scoring system following the 04 Olympics. And the reasoning was they wanted to encourage athletes to push the physical bounds of the sport. However, when Simone Biles actually goes out and pushes the physical bounds of the sport, she is punished for it. Um, other, you know, gymnasts have joked about being in the non-Simone division. And, you know, that's got to suck. If you, the best you do, you feel like you go out there and any other time in history, you would have gotten a gold medal. But Simone Biles is there. Well, hey, shit sucks sometimes. I mean, let's be real. Um, Carl Malone, fuck him. Uh, Patrick Ewing, uh, Reggie Miller, all these guys that were great at their sport never got a championship. Why? Because they had to play against Michael Jordan. I mean, sometimes you can do your best, you can be elite, but there's always somebody that's just a little bit better. Period. Now, uh, the FIG has claimed that it's about, um, you know, athlete safety and it doesn't want to give other athletes incentives to try skills that they can't do. And honestly, you know your body. If you're going to go out there and try something you can't do and get hurt, that's on you. That's not on the scoring system. Like, for uh, that's absolutely asinine. Um, one of the coaches uh, for Simone Biles, um, Laurent Landy, uh, I think he had a really good point. He said that it's not about fair or not fair. The sport is the sport. Somebody who has high potential and abilities, you need to give them the edge compared to somebody else. I thought that was the main reason of the open code to really separate the good from the greats. And they've actually tried to go back to not separating, but to put everybody in the same basket. Uh, so I honestly don't understand, like, why she's being punished. Like, I, I keep coming back to that point. Like, she can do things that other people can't do. Is she supposed to hold back? because other people can't do what she can do. And it's funny. Um, basically, the whole story has become, well, why does Simone do these things basically and causes these controversies? And she said, because I'm capable of it. I know it's not the correct value that we would want, but I can still do it. Why not show off my ability in athleticism? Which is absolutely correct. You know, um, the 6.6 .6 value the judges gave was based on what's called a predetermination. Um, so basically they see these moves on paper and they decide how difficult it is. Well, now that they've seen it in person, I guess, maybe they'll go back and reevaluate it and take another look at it because it's a freaking joke. Um, my God, she's, she's being punished for being possibly the best athlete on the planet and that's not her problem that's this governing body's problem
the last episode. Some good news. Um, I got to go home. I got to hug my mom. I got to hug my sisters, my nieces. I got to hug my friends, my friends' children. I just got to be in a city that I love. Like, just the feeling of Chicago, the smell, the even the annoying ash traffic. I, I got to be there. And... It just felt good to go home. Sometimes you have to go home. And when I say home, I don't mean like, you know, where you live. I mean, I mean it in the sense of a place where you connect with. And everybody's got that place, you know. Um, For me, that place is Chicago. Everything about that city just speaks to me, you know. Um, So it was It was so good, and I'm so glad that so many of my people, my friends and family, all decided we're going to listen to science, we're going to get vaccinated, so we can get back to living this life, because this whole not seeing my family thing for, uh, it had been since November of 2019, since the last time I saw my mother and uh, middle sister and nieces. Uh, it's been even longer since I've seen my twin sister and my oldest sister because they no longer live in the state. But uh, that's another story for another day. I will yell at them uh, for moving before I could get a chance to uh, annoy them a few more times. Uh, but yeah, I guess the whole point of this segment is, you know, just listen to science so we can all get back to some some sense of normalcy. Um and if you are, if you have the chance, I guess, or if your family is in your, you know, your circle of people, you know, don't take it for granted. You know, um, some of us aren't that lucky. Uh, like I said, it, it took me a year and a half to see my mom and I cherished every minute I was there and hugged her and annoyed her and, you know, kissed her on the forehead cause she's a very small woman um, so yeah, j- don't take it for granted. Uh, do, do it as a favor for me, your boy. Yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. All right, I'm gonna get out of here on something that made me extremely angry. You know, I couldn't go a whole show without, you know, talking about something that makes me absolutely furious. That's right. So... My beloved favorite school uh, for athletics, the University of North Carolina, uh, they might be down a fan. I'm, I'm not going not to lie to you. This has kind of pissed me off quite a bit. So, uh, award-winning journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones was offered, uh, basically, um, the university announced she joined their school of journalism uh, this July as a chair in race and investigative journalism, which is typically a tenured position. Well, conservative groups uh, basically have uh, disagreed with the 1619 Project. And if you are unfamiliar with the 1619 Project, um, I will give just the briefest of analysis of it. It is a historical look at how slavery has um, slavery played a role in the creation of this country. 
Like, that's pretty much... And also, it just kind of tells the truth about this country and that, it, you know, land of the free, home of the brave, blah, blah, blah. It Not so much. Shades of gray. So that's what the 1619 Project was. Well, you know, people are pissed off, one, about talking about America's, you know, dirty truths. And also, they're quibbling on the 1619 part, claiming like, well, that's not when people first came to this country, blah, blah, blah. And even if it wasn't 1619, uh, everything's historically accurate. So I don't know what the, well, I know what the whole beef is. You know, they just want black people to shut up and, you know, wave their little American flags uh, when they, when it's convenient for them. Anyway, uh, she was offered tenure basically by the department, by um, the heads of, you know, pretty much all of these academic review boards. And it got to the board of regents who are uh, basically they're in a appointed position. They are not academics. They don't review academic journals. Uh, and they were the ones who put the kibosh on her getting tenure. And tenure is a very important thing for university professors as uh, basically it just offers them protections that they don't typically have. Um, so someone like Nicole Hannah-Jones can, you know, work on another 1619 project. Well, without tenure, she can just be fired for basically no reason. Whereas if you have tenure, you have those protections. Um, so it, the university instead, uh, the board has decided to offer her a fixed five-year contract. And then at the end of that, she will then be, um, she will then be offered, well, basically her tenure will be up for review. Uh, which is a, a wild jump from the previous two people who held that position who were granted tenure upon their appointment. Uh, there were people who are basically saying that uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones's resume doesn't quite stack up academically or uh, professionally to warrant ha having tenure. And you hear me laughing because if this resume in which I am about to read to you, does not qualify for tenure. There is not a professor on this goddamn earth that deserves to be tenured. She got her bachelor's from the University of Indiana. She graduated with a master's in journalism from UNC. In 2000, she was the 2007, 2008, and 2010 Society of Professional Journalists, uh, Pacific Northwest Excellence in Award. Excellence in Journalism Award winner. 2012, the Gannett Foundation Innovation and in Watchdog Journalism Award winner. 2013, she won the Sydney Award. 2013, she won the Columbia University Paul Tabankin Memorial Award. 2015, National Awards for Education Reporting, First Prize in Beat Reporting. 2015, the National Association of Black Journalists, Journalist of the Year. 2015 National Magazine Award finalist for public interest. 2015 Education Writers Association Grand Prize for Distinction Education Reporting. I'm getting tired. I'm not even halfway through the uh, the awards that this woman has won, mind you. Uh, 2015 the Emerson College President Award for Civic Leadership. 2015 she made the Route 100. 2016 George Polk Award for Radio Reporting. 
2017, she won a MacArthur Genius Grant. 2017, National Magazine Award winner for public uh, interest. 2019, she was the University of North Carolina's Distinguished Alumna Award. She was the Distinguished Alumna from this university, which then came back and said that she is not worthy of a spot at a, a, a tenured spot on this staff. In 2020, she won a Pulitzer Prize. How the hell can you look at this woman's resume, this woman's work, and say she doesn't deserve it with a straight face? It's absolutely a joke. And it's funny that this always seems to happen to black people who talk about black shit. If she came out here with that resume and was reporting on, I don't know, um, shit, uh, food, you know, and the greatness of American cuisine, boy, she would have a job for life. But she comes out here, she talks about black shit, she talks about how things affect black people historically, currently, and she gets punished for it. And not only does she get punished for it, I think this is being sent as a message to the the well-meaning white people who, you know, helped bring her in there um, and, you know, nominate her for tenure. Uh, like, if you bring us black people like this, we're not going to tenure them. It's, <laughs> I want to use the old line where they say you got to be twice as good to get half as far. And honestly, it doesn't even seem like we're getting half as far in some of these cases. You know, earlier I talked about, you know, Simone Biles and, you know, her current struggles. I and now Nicole Hannah-Jones, who it took me three minutes to read off her list of accomplishments. And she's not good enough. She's not good enough because she talks about black shit. <sighs> I don't have an answer for it. I, I don't have a quippy little line to end with. I don't have it, it's just angry and frustrating. Um, so hopefully as uh, at the time of this recording, I believe that the university was considering um, taking another look at her uh, tenure um, application. Um, so hopefully by the time, you know, I hit publish on this, uh, this great wrong will have been righted and I will just look like a, a maniac yelling into the void about something that doesn't even matter anymore. But let's be honest, uh, these things tend to have a way of ending the way the way it's already ending so i'm just gonna leave it at that exasperated exhausted um and just in need of something new like give me at least give me a new <laughs> excuse i would rather they just say like yeah she talk about too much black shit like would i be happy no but it'd be the truth because you can't tell me she's not good enough. And on that note, <laughs> that happy, happy note, I will say uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of your mentals in these times because, uh, sweet mercy, uh, it is some trying times out here. Uh, so take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. 
I'll catch y'all here next week. Y'all be easy. Peace. Thank you.